Uh, we are starting a new section in this Minchamarev series, Minchamarev class, um, and that's going to be for the next couple of weeks. This is the period of time known as Shovavim, the weeks between Pasha's Shmos and Pasha's Mishpatim, when recent history has Klai Yisrael focusing on uh, the laws of and ways of enhancing uh, marriages and interpersonal relationships. So, uh, in keeping with that, we're going to talk about the laws, Hilchas Yichud, which is the laws of seclusion, the prohibition of seclusion um, between genders. Um, but I just want to offer with two points of introduction. One today, don't get nervous, one t- we'll do one today and one tomorrow. Um, one is that the uh, laws, the idea of Hilchas Yichud, again, which is the prohibition of seclusion with the opposite gender, is governed by a certain logic. Uh, the idea is to prevent the slippery slope of taiva, of, uh, of attraction to the opposite gender from taking over. And therefore, a lot of the laws and the way in which the, the rules are constructed are, are based upon a logical understanding uh, of, of that. However, what I want to mention, that I'll, I'll speak more about that tomorrow and where that applies. But before that, Hilchas Yichud, let's put it this way. I think I mentioned this last year, but I want to say it again. Hilchas Yichud, the laws of Yichud, are not an elaboration of the Mike Pence rule. Mike Pence recently made uh, you know, Jewish news when he spoke in Yerushalayim a few days ago at, the, um, at the, uh, the Holocaust Memorial at Yad Vashem, and he said some really beautiful things invoking uh, Kodesh Baruch Hu's Hashkach, his providence over us, really a beautiful thing. That's what, and, and then a couple years before that, he made waves in the Frum world by publicly declaring and making publicly known his rule. The Mike Pen- what became known as the Mike Pence rule, which before that, by the way, I think was the Billy Graham rule. It was, it was, he didn't invent it, but it sounds more kosher coming from In any case, he had this, <laughs> he, had this uh, he had and has this rule that he does not go out to eat in a restaurant with a woman uh, uh, without having his wife present. That's the uh, more or less, if I got it right, I don't know exactly all, you know, all restaurants, nighttime, daytime, not sure. But that, that's the basic idea of the Mike Pence rule. And it's a beautiful thing. And it does reflect some of the, the, uh, the sensitivities, the, ortho, the from Torah sensitivities of uh, dealing with the opposite gender. However, Yichud is not the Mike Pence rule for one of a couple of reasons. One, because it, there's no Yichud. <laughs> it's, it, that's, that scenario doesn't present a problem of Hilchus Yichud under any circumstance. It might be the right thing to do. It might be appropriate, but that's not, it doesn't get, fall into the realm of Hilchus Yichud. But more than that, because Hilchus Yichud is not just rules of what to do and what not to do and how to stay away and how to be careful. Yichud is a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah deoraisa. It's a mitzvah losa, I say, mitzvah not to do. But we don't just gain our spirituality from positive things that make us feel good. We can also gain spirituality by following Hashem's commandments, no matter what they are. Mitzvah saseh, mitzvah lo saseh. For example, I'll, I'll end with this idea. There's this uh, notion, there's this concept of mitzvah srichas kavana, that we have to have uh, directed intent when we perform a mitzvah. And that we, the way we paskin is that when it comes to mitzvahs asay deraisa, when it comes to positive commandments deraisa, we're supposed to have acknowledge and be aware of what we're doing. That's mitzvah srichas kavana. There's a discussion, does this apply to Mrs. Losase as well? Does it apply to negative commandments also that we have to have the same cog, uh, you know, cognition, recognition of the importance of what we're doing? So there's this uh, minhag I encountered in Yerushalayim um, that I know is, is, is prevalent in certain circles, that when you go to a barber, I used to uh, go to a barber near the yeshiva, the famous CEO and barber shop, and uh, very often... Um, Hasidim who would sit down would say to Tzion, the barber um, from Bukharian Jew, would say to him, Lozen mir mi, uh, de bord mit der, mit, mit der 
leave my beard and pay us. They would say that in Yiddish. It's a, it was a phrase that's been passed down for generations, apparently. <laughs> leave my beard and pay us. Why do they say that? I mean, he, he knows. He's, he's been cutting hair for a long time, and he knows exactly what the, he knows the Allah is better than I do. But the reason is because by saying that statement, there are two things that happen. Number one, you give a warning and a reminder to the barber, especially if they're not aware of these halachas. Number two, you yourself become conscious and you become present to the fact that you are fulfilling a mitzvah by not having your beard and, and you know, whatever the parts of the face that are not supposed to be shaved and having the parts of the head that are not supposed to be uh, uh, touched, to have, to have them stay and be uh, be, cog- be cognizant and be conscious and be aware of that is also fulfilling a mitzvah. And where we would walk around all day performing mitzvahs by doing nothing <laughs> or, by, or by just avoiding things that we're not supposed to do. So there's a positive quality of attaining kadoshim tiyu, shetiyu purushim in arayas. When we, when we avoid uh, slippery slopes, when we stick to the lachas of yichud, not only does it prevent negative, but it infuses, infuses us with the kadusha and an amazing amount of positive. And we'll get to the details of this going forward. Have a good time, Mr. Kashbarkal, as I